You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 143. Today, I'm going to help you change your perspective so you can change your business. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 1.2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, everybody? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. Really appreciate you. This is helping you master your mindset and create your success from the inside out. And today, we're talking about something that is of utmost importance. Frankly, this is kind of one of the underlying themes of every episode. And it's all about perspective, interpretation, or the meaning that we put on things. And in a moment, I'm going to share with you six things that are inevitably going to happen to all of us. Things like dealing with competitors or refunds or haters and critics and negabots and how shifting our perspective can change everything. This is about reframing. This is about creating new perspectives or new ways of looking at it. And the thing is, you know, my big secret, shh, 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 you don't have to lean in a bit in your, in your headphones, is that very little bothers me today and for several years. Now, this hasn't always been the case, but very little bothers me. And chances are, I have the same stuff at probably for some of you at a bigger scale than some of you happened to me. And so if it doesn't bother me, I also don't let it stop me. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is when the shit hits the fan, when things go sideways, when you've got those bad things, how shifting your perspective can change everything. This is something you need to master. You absolutely need to master because this is what's stopping us. This is what's dropping us to our knees. This is what is really affecting our productivity, our progress, our growth, all of that. And so we'll share a new perspective that you can adopt for the worst case scenarios, things that are inevitable in your business. But also, I'm going to start to talk a little bit about the perspectives behind that, the stories that I'm telling myself, the underlying interpretations about life, about money. You know, this twines in a little bit of my spirituality, and it all seems to be working. So (laughs) I'm going to share a little bit with that. I think you're going to like that. But first, I wanted to give a huge shout out and acknowledgement to all the amazing listeners who have been submitting their reviews on iTunes. Every single review not only makes my day, but it really helps with the rankings of the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Couple specific shout outs. First to CMacAttack11, who said, great host and great podcast on how to create success, starting with your inner game. Thank you to KitzZV, who says, I just love this podcast. And to Amanda Axel, who said, I listen every week. Guys, thank you so much. Now, if you haven't yet left a review, you can head on over to jameswedmore.com forward slash iTunes, or you can hop into your iTunes app on your computer, or I think the 
podcast app. I've never done it from there. And you can search for Mind Your Business Podcast and you'll find it there. And leaving a review takes just a second. That means the world to me. I really want to get this in the hands of more entrepreneurs that need it. Sometimes I feel like I'm just preaching to the choir, right? And I really want to get this message into more hands. I think we need to put a stop to this hustle your face off mentality that is so prevalent in the marketplace. Hustle's not the answer. All right. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. We're going to get into today's episode, and I want to share some examples and some stories first that will really show you how imperative perspective is and how really this connects to so much that we're talking about on every single episode. It's the way we decide to interpret and see the events and experiences and the people around us. Let me give you an example. I remember going to Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within UPW way back in 2009. Wow, that was a long time ago. And there was a woman who stood up, you know, was very upset, very distraught. And, you know, Tony started talking to her, gives her the mic. And within the first minute, maybe the first like 10 seconds, she says, my husband has betrayed me. I'll never forget that. This is almost 10 years ago. My husband betrayed me. Now, immediately, what imagery is conjured up in your mind when you see or hear of a woman who says, my husband has betrayed me? And let me dig this a little deeper. Tony asked her to elaborate, and she said, he has been living a lie for the last 20 years. Now, where does your mind go? Like, he's got another family or something, right? Like, something big. Well, here's the deal. He had to pry this out of her a little bit, but here's how he betrayed her. Here's how he was living a lie for 20 years. She found out that he had hid $20,000 in a rainy day fund. And this was during, you know, 2008, 2009. This was during a tough time in the economy for most people. And so he finally told her, he goes, well, listen, you don't need to worry because I've stored, saved away $20,000 for such an occasion like this. And instead of her saying like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. That's going to get us through this. She said, no, you betrayed me. And as he dug even deeper, we all discovered in the audience that the reason he had hit this money from her is because she had a bit of a shopping problem. And so he was trying to be smart, be safe, and protect the money from her. Well, she didn't like that very much. But when she saw past the betrayal and the lie, what she saw was a caring, loving, supportive husband that she could trust, that she could feel safe with because he was smart and he was responsible. We are ruled by these perspectives. And that's all he did. So there was an experience that happened, right? He quote unquote hid, even that isn't. He just took money without telling her and put it into a safety rainy day account. And she got to choose what that action meant to her in her life. Did he betray her? Was he living a lie? You know, well then... Maybe if you are getting your spouse a surprise for Valentine's Day, 
and you've known for a month what you're getting them. Are you lying about it? Are you hiding something from them? Well, (laughs) you know, it's all up for interpretation. It's all based on perspective. But when she was locked into this, he betrayed me. How loving and supportive do you think that relationship was? Was she able to forgive him? Was she able to be with him if he betrayed her? And it's up for interpretation. You might agree with her, but someone else won't. So if some people will agree and some won't, who's right? Is she right? Is Tony right? Well, the answer is no one's right because it's simply a perspective or an interpretation. And I want to share a few others. Now, some of these I've shared, but this is why this is so important is because think about what she felt like when she thought of him and saw the betrayer. Probably felt anger, hatred, resentment, right? She probably felt disconnected, alone. And what I want you to get is the work we're doing here is understanding that your inner state, how you feel, where you vibrate at, where your thoughts go, is everything. It's everything. And this inner state is determined by the perspective that we choose based on the events that occur in our lives. So I'm going to give you two examples from my life as well. And I've shared these examples in the past. Again, there's a very common theme running throughout all these episodes. But I feel like for a long time I've been really good at reframing anything. So let me give you examples of times that I did that. First of all, it was one of my first businesses. I was brought on as a percentage to work in someone's business. And the short version is of it. Well, okay. This is a time I was like not making any money, broke as a joke, living in my parents. And you know, I was making a little, but like I didn't have enough to move out or live on my own. Finally, I start working with this person and we overhaul the business. Now, the business that he brought me on wasn't making any money at all. And then we quickly brought it to a six-figure business like overnight. Like we we're crushing it. And I started getting paid. I started making good money. I move out. I get a place. I'm paying rent. I've got bills. And here we go. In all honesty, you know, things weren't going well between us which was a shame because the business was doing really well and he let me go and I was under the interpretation, no contracts in place, that I was a business partner, but there was no contract in place and so he just decided he didn't want me anymore and I could have chosen, you know, that's the what happened, right, is that he said, goodbye, you're done. Now, what I could have chosen as my perspective there, I could have gone anywhere. I could have said, this guy's a jerk. I could have said, no, I'm being wronged. That's a big one that we all go to, is we go, well, this is an injustice. I have been victimized. And so what do we do when we play the victim? We have to get justice. We put energy into it. We fight for what is right. <laughs> and I made a decision. I was working with my like spiritual guru at the time, I'd been working with a fifth generation healer for a few years at that time. And I think a lot of this stuff I share today started with all the evolution and growth that I was going through spiritually, internally, et cetera. And I just remember making a decision as soon as I got off the call and saying, this isn't a problem. In fact, this is going to be 
the best thing that's ever happened to me. Now, less than a month later, I get a random phone call from one of my good buddies, Mr. Lewis Howes. You guys know Lewis. I've brought him on the podcast. He's got one of the most downloaded, most listened to podcasts, The School of Greatness. And uh, I think it just celebrated his fifth anniversary with that. So, you know, I've known Lewis a very long time. And he calls me up out of the blue and he says, dude, we should do something together. Like, what do you mean? Like, what, you want to hang out? And he's like, no, like create a product, you know, go into business together, something. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And long story short, six months later, we launched my first YouTube course, Video Traffic Academy. We did over $400,000 in sales in 30 days with a $97 product. Best thing that ever happened to me. Now, how I choose to interpret all of this is that because I chose a new perspective, I chose to look at being let go from this glorified job and separate my ego for a moment of looking good or right or being justified, not being a victim or you can't treat me this way and all that stuff. That's all ego and say, you know what? Like I look back now and I go, you know what? If things were good, we'd probably still be doing this. If they didn't get bad enough for him to boot me out, I'd probably still be doing that. Or at least I would have for years. What a blessing. Now, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, But maybe you can start to ask yourself, what will my hindsight look like in the future? If you're going through something right now, when I look back six months, a year from now, what might I say about this time? And that's, where I want to bring you one of the underlying perspectives that I have for life. I believe that every single person, that means you, is meant to have everything that you want in your life. That it's always working out for you in your favor. That's a great Rumi quote. It's all rigged in your favor. And that the only reason you're not getting what you want is because you're getting the lesson you need in order to get what you want. And we have such a limited perspective as it is. That's why hindsight is twenty twenty, Because when you pull back, you start to see a clear picture. But when we beat ourselves up, when we play the victim, when we get angry, worried, scared, or fearful, we slow down our own growth and our own progress, and we pinch off what we truly want. That's why mastering this perspective is so crucial. So crucial. Now, I'm going to share another story, and I believe I've shared this in the past. This one is an emotional one for me. This was a powerful story that happened in my life. Short version is I'm going surfing. It was a couple years ago. I'm surfing out in the water, and a guy comes in. Well, my experience of it is he cut me off. <laughs> he took the wave, and whoa. And then he comes back, and he starts to like pick a fight with me. And he was really rude, and he's in my face. Now, little backstory. I knew who this person was. I'd seen him around town. I'd seen him in the gym. He's not someone you want to mess with. He was an intimidating dude. And I'm a lover, not a fighter. (laughs) Okay. So I just, you know, was like totally, Hey, I'm so sorry. And blah, 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 my bad. And then I left. And I remember the rest of the day, this person's, you know, my ego really flared up. I was really like, couldn't get off it. I was like, I can't believe someone talked to me that way. And like, what a disrespectful thing to say. And what a jerk. And and how, uh, I was just like, uh, uh, right? <laughs> you know what that's like? 
And so I was like, I got to get through this. I've got to, I've got, I can't, I know I'm not supposed to be just sitting and stewing in this. This doesn't feel good. So here's what I did. I replayed the story over and over again, not for the reason you think, which is just to relive it, which is what we do, but I was analyzing it. I was looking at it from his perspective. I looked at it from mine. I looked at it from a third party perspective. I just tried to separate myself from it for a moment. It's like I was reading a, a screenplay and then bam, something stood out like a, just like a bright lightning bolt, sore thumb, something that stands out. And I remember he said one phrase to me when he was like yelling at me and saying like, you're in my way. It's, he said, it's like, you don't even give a about me or you don't even give a that I'm here. And when I heard that again, from his perspective, all that angst and ego and frustration dissolved instantly because I realized what, must somebody be going through in their life to see everyone else or to have an experience of everyone else not giving a shit about them? If he has the interpretation that I don't give a rat's ass about him, he must feel that way about the world. And really what that was was a moment of compassion that we can all deal with. There's a you know that quote you'll see on Instagram over and over again, which I'll just totally botch, but about like, be kind to everyone because they're all going through their own stuff and you just never know. And to see that one phrase again dissolved everything because I realized this has nothing to do with me. This is this person's life. All of it went away. It was a new perspective. Now the sad part of the story that actually makes me like really emotional, but I've told it several times, so not as emotional today, is that he actually committed suicide just a few weeks later. And that was a really hard thing because I kind of was left. I wasn't kind of, I was left with like, this is this person's, you know, call for help. They're in pain. They're hurting. And I was at least glad that I didn't, hold on to resentment or judgment. And so this is the power of changing our perspective. And we can do this at any time. We can do this with past events. We can do it from things years ago to minutes ago. And I think I've gotten really good at it because I notice that I don't get frustrated or angry or upset about too much in my life. And, you know, part of it is like, I just, I don't take that much personally. But I look at when I do get upset, the way I get out of upset is say, oh, I got to change my perspective. I got to change my interpretation of the way I'm seeing this. It's kind of like a Rubik's cube. Okay. And beneath all of this, again, are perspectives that it's all working out for us and, you know, coming from a context of abundance and infinite possibilities for myself and for everybody and knowing that it's our internal state that is everything, everything. So let's go through one, two, three, four, five, six really quick uh-ohs that can happen in your life or your business and how I can, or I can just give you a templated perspective change for each of those. So whenever these happen, you'll just be like, Whoosh, I'm good. All right. So dealing with competitors, Ooh. dealing with refunds, haters, rude comments, critics, all that stuff, right? Low sales or not hitting your goals in your launch or your promotion. 
rejection, getting a no from someone, anyone, or feeling uninspired, tired, or unmotivated. These are the six big ones I came up with. I'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions like, well, what if I'm doing this? This is something that always happens and it always triggers me. It always upsets me. But here's the big ones. Let's start with competition. All right, you have an experience of a competitor, someone that you perceive as better than you or you know, threatening, whatever. You look at them, you look at this him or her, this person, and it makes you feel yucky. Well, let's first find out why they make you feel yucky. Well, the number one reason is because the context, the meaning that you already have there, it's got to be something around lack or a story that they're taking something away from you. That if they're successful, it takes away from your success. If they make sales, you don't get to make as many. So underline the deepest level, I believe that everybody can have everything they want, even your biggest competitors. And I have stories of people ripping off courses for years, ever since I started, and it's never sacrificed money. It's not like, oh, no, we're out of business because like, we just keep growing year after year. But if I put all my energy into that, like trying to whack a mole, that's what it feels like, trying to whack them all down and they pop back up, I would go out of business, ironically, okay, because that's where my, all my energy would go. So that's at the deepest level. And also that there's not a finite pie, a fixed pie. That's that's always a big illusion too. You know, so we can change these are new perspectives we can put on. The whole concept of rising tides elevates all ships is a big thing that we all will grow. And that's a huge one right there is that competition itself is something you just should be grateful for because it forces you to hone your craft, to get better at what you do, to improve your product, to push yourself. It's a fantastic thing. It's amazing, yet that's not where we go. So if you find yourself having an experience of a competitor or whatever, something that's bumming you out, it's because you think that you and them just can't survive together, you know, without you, something being taken away from you. We've got to flip that perspective. And even just a simple perspective as this competitor will make the marketplace better. It will improve my stuff. It will push me to be better. And then I will help more people and help them more effectively. That's a new perspective. And if that feels good, try it on. Keep it. Okay? So let's let's look at the next one. Refunds. Now, I did an entire episode, episode 133, Reframing the Refund. We'll have that linked up in the show notes. So this will just be a short version of that. I did that with my buddy, Mr. Mel Abraham here. And (laughs) there's a lot we can do. So the event is, I would like a refund. That's what happened. Now... First off, you know, there's a whole conversation we have about like, well, you shouldn't be in your, you know, customer support inbox anyway, but let's say you are, okay? The first is that if refunds are a good thing, that's the new reframe. The old one is that it's taking money away from you and a lot of ego pops up or you say, oh, my stuff's not good enough. Well, here's the thing. Refunds are inevitable. In fact, what I like to say is if you're not getting any refunds or your refunds are too low, it means you're not a really good sales and marketer. Huh? (laughs) Well, I explained more in episode 133, but the basic gist is if no one's refunding, chances are there were people that were a right fit for the product who didn't buy. But if people are refunding, that means chances are you got everyone who is a right fit and a few extras. 
Okay. So refunds are a good thing. And if you want to go deeper into that, like what I recommend is when you experience a refund and you're in a total bummer about it, just go listen to that entire episode 133 and it give you a big refund hug in that episode. But refunds are a good thing. It means that you are selling effectively. Okay. Let's talk about a hater or a critic. Now, I've got a few perspectives on this. So when someone says something to me, blah, 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 it doesn't phase me. And if it did, why? Well, I give this extreme example here, so hopefully I'm not being too crude. But like if a inebriated homeless person on the side of the street called you stupid, would you let it bother you? And I ask this to a lot of people. I'm not trying to offend you know, anyone or be disrespectful, but most people have had that happen. I have. And it doesn't really upset you. It doesn't get you upset and sad and like, I, I, he's right, you know? And then you would ask why. And it's like, well, you know, he might not be in the right state of mind. So he doesn't really know. So how come when someone on Facebook does it, you get all in a tizzy, right? Why are we giving them more weight than the other individual, the homeless person? Why do they get more clout, if you will? Because the fact of the matter is, <laughs> They might be more crazier. They might be having the worst day ever and they're angry and they're pissed and they've gone through their own stuff. And so they see you and all your awesomeness and all your glory. And of course they're going to say something. So the first thing is, is it has nothing to do with you. When someone says something negative, harmful or hurtful to you, it has nothing to do with you. I cannot express that enough and here's the thing i look at here's other weird extreme examples i come up with superman pretend for a moment that superman existed now superman is like saving the day and he really is super right like the guy can do anything except hold a green rock but he can do anything do you think that in superman's spare time he would hop on facebook and start bashing people it just seems silly to see this big guy in a cape like hunched over a laptop in a dark room like, <laughs> I'll teach him, right? The Superman's got it together. So the people that have it together, the people that are coming from a place of love and abundance and are happy, they exude that. It's the people that are miserable and broken and hurting that also exude that. It comes out in their communication. So it has nothing to do with you. Now, another perspective you could put on this and i like this i hear people say this all the time like oh hey you know you can't get to the top without a few critics you know you got to be polarizing so you got you know for every i do also have a belief in a yin and yang like the more popular you get the more opposition you do create it's just kind of like a balancing thing it's like in order for people to really love you you kind of have to have some of the people that really don't like you that doesn't make you any less valuable or worthy as a human being. But to be polarizing can be extremely powerful. Okay? Can you be okay? Can you be who you are and stand there in all your glory knowing that there are people that don't like you? It's not your job to be liked or loved by everybody. Especially, look, if you're in business, you're in the business of making money, not making friends. That's where all this gets blurred with social media and stuff, right? So... That's another thing. Hey, this is a good sign because I'm getting bigger. It's easy to have everyone like you when you've only got 20 people on your email list, right? Try 200,000. 
It's a little different story, my friends. Okay. And then the other thing, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, and this is deep. (laughs) This goes deep. But a lot of times I've experienced that when we have some inner fear of what people will think and say about us, like if we say, who am I to be doing this? That gets echoed. It gets reflected in others who say, who are you to be doing this? I look at that. I know that when I do a promotion or something and there's like no real negative feedback or it's like very light, I know that I was being very like, what would you call that? Like just like pure and no inner resistance. I was grooving. So that's another one. Maybe it's just a, oh, I've got some of my own fears and worries and concerns that I need to work out and they're being reflected in others. It doesn't mean it's true. That's a deeper one. Okay, so we've done the first three. The first is when you experience a competitor, it means, well, this is just going to make me better. It's going to make my stuff better. When you experience refunds, it means, oh, good. That means I'm selling enough and I'm reaching all the right people and a little bit more. When I get haters, it could simply mean it has nothing to do with me. Well, what about low sales, no sales, or not hitting your financial goal? Well, again, this is all up to your own interpretation and perspective. And I want to give a shout out to one of our next level students, Chocolate Johnny, who he's in our next level coaching program. He shared with us the results of a webinar he did. And the guy had the biggest smile on his face. He was so happy. He was laughing and things didn't go well on the webinar. I just acknowledged him. I want to acknowledge him now publicly on the podcast, how happy I was to see his disposition because it was based on his perspective. He said, you know what? I got to help a lot of people and the fact that I pulled the trigger and did this and I did it in such a short amount of time and I did it is the win for me. And that's, you know, that's just a, that's a fantastic perspective is that what was the win for you in what you did and to have perspective of that? What did you do in this launch, promotion, project, whatever that you're like, you know what? I did something I've never done before or I did it in a way I've never done it before and it was scary and it was new and different, but I pushed myself and wow, you know, it didn't go as planned, blah, 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 but we tend, it's our brain, it's not you, it's your survival reptilian brain wants to focus on the one thing that went bad. You know, you have a bunch of people on a webinar and they're like, this was amazing, but you didn't get the sales you want and you beat yourself up. Like, what well, the fact that you pulled the trigger, you did it and you helped a bunch of people and you got amazing feedback. No, it's, I, I don't care about that. And then the other piece of this is who set the goal in the first place? A lot of times we said, look, I'm all about unrealistic goals, but it's intention without attachment, ladies and gentlemen, which means get clear and focused about what you want. Intention, but let go of what it means when you don't do it. We have goals we don't hit all the time. So what? I'm more excited about the fact that I went for it. If you got a chance to play in the Super Bowl, isn't that just as much of an accomplishment as opposed to actually winning the Super Bowl? Like you made it. I know if you were a team and it's a different story if you've been fighting for it all year, but you know, that's where my perspective would go. And to understand Well, I got a couple other perspectives on this. But to understand that I set that sales goal, I set that expectation in the first place. I've told this story before, but I have two clients at the exact same time that both hit $100,000 in a launch. Both hit $100,000. And this was so sad. 
One person said, this is life-changing. This has changed everything. And they quit what they were doing and they focused on this 100%. They're like, I can't believe this. This is amazing. The other person was completely upset. Same amount of money, completely different internal states, emotional states, and reactions. Why? Because their perspectives were different. For one person, it was, this is the biggest and best thing I've ever done. Another person was, well, my goals were higher and I didn't hit it, so I failed. We are pinching ourselves off and we don't even see it. The last piece here, and again, this is, well, a couple things. Okay. The other thing is that when I believe perspective and the context that goes behind all this is that no matter what, if you ask for it, it's coming, it's coming, but you got to give up where or how it's coming from. So you think it's coming from this project you're doing. It doesn't have to. What if all of a sudden you get a check in the mail for something else that you forgot about, but it didn't come in that way. So you get all upset in in your tizzy. (laughs) So I believe that if you set the goals, you set the intention and you detach, which means I'm going to throw my hands up and say, I don't know where it's coming from. It's going to come in. So we can't get upset when you didn't hit your sales goals. And we've had this happen. My goal was to have a million dollar launch. I missed it by half. And we did this random other promotion within the next two weeks. Boom, another half million. We hit our million dollars. So now when I don't hit my goal financially, I say, that's okay. The money's going to come from somewhere else. And it always does. The other thing is the lesson. Where's the lesson? Where's the opportunity? There's always a lesson. And you can learn the lessons better when things don't go well. In fact, today, I look back at everything bad that has happened, quote unquote, bad, which is just a perspective or an interpretation in my life. And all it has done is deepened my practice into mindfulness, spirituality, presence, and growth. What is this preparing me for? Where's the opportunity here? How is this going to strengthen me? These are the new perspectives you have to adopt if you want to get through this. Where most people go, what? It was too hard. I gave up. It wasn't too hard. It wasn't too hard. You just chose the wrong perspectives. You made it mean that it's too much work, that you can't do this. You're not cut out for it. People don't like you. It's going to take too long. Blah, 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 blah. And we stack, 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 story, 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 story on top of it until you can't move. Again, my secret is I just let very little bother me. In fact, that's one of the biggest things I try and teach my inner circle clients. And hopefully I'm teaching you as well here. How to not give an F. Let's talk about the next one, rejection. When someone says no. Okay, I got a friend of mine who does client work. They got hired to do the work. They started doing the work. And then the client goes, now we're good. They didn't get paid. The job wasn't finished, but they had started working and they didn't get paid. And I went to them and I was, I was kind of like fighting for them. I was like, this is an injustice. This is an outrage. And he was so cool, calm and collected about it. I was so, so impressed with his perspective. He goes, eh, you know, things just, some things aren't just meant to be. And he goes, I take it as a sign. Wow. Turns out this is a very high maintenance client. Causes a lot of trouble. Wow, what if the perspective was that you're being taken care of and protected? Unbelievable. He wasn't bothered by it. And the reason he wasn't bothered by it was because he chose a new perspective, a perspective that says it wasn't meant to be. Working with this person would have been a nightmare. Wow. Where do most of us go? 
I needed that money or this means I'm not good enough or they didn't like me. I suck. Blah, 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 blah. Right? (laughs) If you care about your inner state, how you feel, you'll be really intentional about what perspectives you're putting on. And if you don't feel good about something, it's because you chose the wrong perspective. Choose again. All right. And the last one is just feeling uninspired or unmotivated. And I've seen this happen a lot. We take this into like the worst case scenario, like, you know, like I'm in a total burnout and I hate my life and I hate my business and all this stuff. And the first thing I would offer (laughs) is a new perspective other than I am burnt out and giving up on my business is that if you are feeling uninspired, unmotivated, lethargic, that maybe, just maybe, It's something like your body telling you to rest. And you've heard me say this a million times. The rest is the work. Today, when I'm tired, I don't feel inspired. I rest. Now, it's intentional rest. You know, I'm listening to audios and meditating and reading inspiring, empowering books that recharge me fast. But look, if you're running on empty... Recharge the batteries, dude. Right? Don't make it mean that, you know, you're throwing in the towel or whatever. Just rest and be like, ah, that's my body telling me it's it's a time to rest. Good. Thank you. I need this. So those are the big ones. Competition, refund, haters, low sales or not hitting your goals, rejection, and feeling uninspired or motivated. This is so crucial, you guys, that we are choosing the perspective way to see things that feels good because that's what opens up opportunity. I think that's the difference between successful entrepreneurs or just entrepreneurs in general. They see solutions when others see problems. They see opportunity when others don't. What if you could do this with every area of your life? What if you could do this with everything? And it starts by really, really caring about how you feel. And understanding that the feeling that you're feeling is coming from these interpretations or these perspectives that you have. And you can choose a new one. Try it out. Just try it out. And see, well, what else could I make this mean? What else does this mean? What else is there that I'm not currently seeing? Just like own it for a second. Be like, all right, I'm angry. I'm angry. Okay, I get it. I'm angry. Why am I angry? I'm angry because when this person did that, it meant I am this. You go, well, is that true? Well, what else could it possibly mean? Nothing. It means this. Well, let me just I listen to James. Let me see what else could it mean. How else could I look at this? Could I look at it from their vantage point? Okay, what would a friend see if they looked at this? What would James see if we looked at this? That's constantly what I'm doing. So I hope this helps. I hope you'll try this on. Change your perspective. Change your business. Heck, change your life. Imagine very little bothering you. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if you didn't get all triggered and upset anytime something happened? Well, that's going to make business really hard because stuff's going to happen every day. And I think the people at the top, the people that you follow and you model and you look up to are resilient. They're strong or they appear strong because you can see that they don't let all this stuff affect them. But the difference is 
not that they, you know, someone says something like you're stupid and they go, yeah, I'm stupid, but I'm going to fight it. They just know it has nothing to do with me. When they get a refund, they know that's all right. There's more sales coming. When a competitor comes into the marketplace, that's okay. The more the merrier. They've just chosen better stories to tell. And you can too. Try doing this without that. See how tough this is going to be. All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'll see you next week, next Monday, unless I do a bonus episode on the Mind Your Business podcast. Thanks. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.